Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Hey, everybody. God bless you. Welcome to Prayer Warriors. Warriors are needed. I know we have a lot of background noise. Let me let me know if you don't hear me, okay? Um, let me hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, if you can't hear me, please let me know. Okay, this is a different phone. Um, it comes in as clear. If you didn't talk to, write it in, do something, let me know. And let me know, um, I guess, if you say something. I hope this is clearer. And can you hear me? Amy, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yes, I can oh. hear you. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, great. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, wonderful. All right, I got rid of the background noise. Okay. We're going to take a look tonight. We'll continue our study with turning the curse into a blessing. Our topic tonight is what is captivity, how to overcome this captivity spirit. And uh, we're turning the curse into a blessing. You're a targeted individual. You know that that program is nothing but a curse from the pit of hell. And we believe in that the blessing is far stronger than the curse. Come together, body, and rebuke every curse set against God's people in the name of Jesus Christ. And we bind up every demon force trying to harm God's people in any way, financially, electronically, uh, mentally, physically, whatever way, trying to destroy our ability to walk, trying to destroy our ability to talk, trying to destroy our ability to manage we send that curse, we send that demon spirit to the pit of hell that it came from in the name of Jesus. We recognize we cannot do this on our own strength. And that's why we come together to give the most high God all the praises. We exalt your name, Father. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you all for praying people. We thank you, God, for praying targeted individuals. God, we know that this is a sick program. And only you, Heavenly Father, have the power to turn this program around. And despite the sickness associated with this program, we know that you're all sovereign, all powerful, and you allow for whatever reason, Heavenly Father. We may not like it, but it is ordained in your book or else it would not be happening. So there are lessons to be learned, Heavenly Father. And that's why we come together and we study how to turn a person to a blessing because you allowed this program, Heavenly Father. It could not occur any other way. So, Heavenly Father, you put up your hand on our lives. For some reason, you gave us this adversity. We have learned that adversity comes to make us strong, God. We know that what the devil meant for bad, you will use for good. 
God, lead, direct, and guide us on how to make this adversity, Heavenly Father, a thorn in our path and a guide to our, our life. In the name of Jesus, that we can turn this sick, cursed program into a blessing. Father, we just praise you. We exalt your name. We magnify you, God. We thank you, God, for you being God. We thank you, God. We may not like what we're going through, Heavenly Father, but we, we, we come together and we accept whatever you have allowed because we know that what the what God has planned for good, the devil has died. We're going to use this program to be the best person we can be. We're going to use this program to reach levels that we could not reach any other way. God, without this program, we probably wouldn't be on this prayer line right now, Heavenly Father. God, without this sick program, we probably wouldn't be so concerned about human rights. you got a way of turning the earth upside down, Heavenly Father, and let people see what's going on is not right. And if you chose this community to use Heavenly Father, then, then that means this community has the power, the authority, and the blessings of the Most High God to wake up this earth about human rights obstructions, the, the, the deliberate work of Satan on this earth, turning people's lives around. God, we bind up the spirit of eugenics. We bind up every medical experiment they're putting people in. God, we thank you for community. We may not understand it. We may not know how. We see it as evil, but Heavenly Father, we come before you to say thank you, God, for choosing us because someone had to do it, Lord. And, God, we accept our assignment, and we work with you, the Most High God, to turn this program off of this earth, Heavenly Father, to turn it around, to bring people to the Most High God, to let them see that they cannot make it on this earth without the power of God, to wake people up that there's nothing you God. There's no David, there's no law degree, no medical degree, no degree that can touch the favor of God. We come before you, Heavenly Father, to ask you for continual favor. We come before you, Heavenly Father, to thank you that you carried us, that we're standing in the land of the living. God, we could be in our grave, but you chose to keep us here. We may not like how we're standing here, God, but we know that you've kept us here for a reason, Heavenly Father. And we ask you, God, to lead and direct each and every one of us into the destiny that you have for us, Heavenly Father. God, we just praise you in the midst of hardship. We just exalt your name, Heavenly Father. God, we magnify your name. We glorify you, God. We're here, Heavenly Father, to punch the devil in the eye. He wants us croaking. He wants us stroking. He wants us with heart attacks and everything. We plead the blood of Jesus for the hedge of protection over us. We plead the blood of Jesus to bind up the spirit of induced poverty. We bind it up, Heavenly Father. We come together to say the devil's a lie. Those curses cannot touch us. We claim that we decree, decree the favor of God over our lives. We decree good health. Whatever plot, that spirit of disabling us from talking, walking, and carrying our healthy lives, we plead the blood of Jesus. We bind it up. We turn it around. God, we thank you for a countermeasure. The devil can't fool us, Heavenly Father. We know that there are countermeasures in the kingdom of God. There's called the hedge of protection that comes from God. We know that you are all sovereign, God, that you're almighty, God. God, Heavenly Father, we may not like what we're going through, but there's a reason. There's a purpose. According to the spiritual warfare, biblical teaching, God will allow evil for the benefit of humanity. 
And if you chose us to go through this suffering, God, for the benefit of humanity, for the benefit of the work of God, for us to be used to live out the scriptures that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, then, God, we accept our assignments, Heavenly Father. It may seem difficult, but the word of God promises us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We stand on your word, Heavenly Father. Well, the word is clear that there will be weapons formed against us, but the word of God tells us no weapon formed against us prosperous. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to study spiritual warfare, to let the devil know he can't play with us. He can't fool us. He can't snag us. We're standing on God's word. We're living history. The Bible is a book of history. The Bible is a book of prophecy. The Bible is a book of literature. The Bible is a book of truth. Heavenly Father, we take our stand. Every hero in the Bible went through some targeted individual horrific situations. We call David blessed. We call um, Joseph blessed. We call every person that was targeted. We're looking at the book of Job. Job was blessed. It's the latter part of your life that counts. But if we don't learn the lessons that we are to learn, while we're in our trials, Heavenly Father, then we will just continue on in the path of a curse, and we bind that spirit of a curse. So, Heavenly Father, teach us what we need to know, Heavenly Father. Guide us and direct us. Let, let us hold tight to scriptures that give us multiple lessons of people who have suffered. Targeted individual after targeted individual after targeted individual that came out prosperous, that came out winning the passing the test that came out letting the devil know he's a liar, that came out making a difference in history, that came out making a difference in legacy, that left a legacy on this earth to let the world know that there is no way without God. God allowed this program to wake us up, to let us know that he is all sovereign, he is almighty, and he didn't even leave an opportunity for a targeted individual to gallivant across this earth, party, do what you want, live as you want, have no guidelines, you don't have that choice if you've been put in this program. And Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you, God, for pulling us, yanking us out, yanking us out the world. We may not like it. We may be a little hard-headed. We may be this, we may be, but we bind up the spirit of croaking. We bind up the spirit of complaining. We accept it, God, that your hand is on our life and that you got a purpose for us. And that that answer, that countermeasure to every stroke of evil from Satan's territory comes from the study of the word of God. God, we thank you for the study of spiritual warfare. We thank you, God, for the study of how to turn a curse into a blessing. God, we decree and declare the blessings will come before us. God, we know we can't be blessed until we receive the because you sure not going to let us go through this. So that you bless us with millions and good health and we go get a limo and act like a fool and run around the town like somebody that never went through anything. So, God, we accept these experiences, Heavenly Father, because we accept our assignment in the kingdom of God. If you need people on this earth that will look right, that they can help when they, when they do die, that they can help God this earth in the spiritual realm, that you need their, their vacancies in heaven. There's vacancy for angels to help God his earth. Live righteous before the earth would be worse than what it is now. 
So, God, we just ask you continue to direct our path to lead us, God. There's a reason that you'll have us walking a tightrope. And with all that, we can still fall down, God. You can pick us up. I'm not counting on falling down. But meeting that destiny, God, that you put on our lives. God, we give you praise. We give you we just thank you, God. You pull us out of a dirt bag. You pull us out of hell. You pull us out of a life that we didn't even know it was leading us straight to hell. So, God, we thank you for the spirit of maturity, growing in God. We thank you, God, for the thirst of your word. We thank you, God, for the doors you're going to open. And we thank you, God, that you're helping us pass every test. The devil don't have no war on us. God has a test on us, and we've got to pass the test. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, and we praise you for the opportunity to be under it. In Jesus' name, prayer. I'm going to read just this one. Prayer for strength of faith. I love this word. Sometimes bewildered me. It's beyond understanding. Poverty and disease. Huh? Can you hear me? Okay. I see poverty and disease, storms and earthquakes, war and killing. Many hearts are bound by ego and fear. Please strengthen my faith in your higher purpose and open my mind to the truth that everything is unfolding according to your divine plan. Mm. Let compassion and love for my brothers and sisters flow from me, and may we all be uplifted by your glory. Amen. Lord, sometimes when I look in the mirror, I'm not too happy with what I see. Please let me see the way you made me, beautiful and perfect just as I am. Help me to hold this image in my mind and heart as I follow my life's path. Allow others to witness your light shining through me as I walk with confidence, grace, and a smile on my face as I serve the most sovereign God. Heavenly Father, as you know, I'm facing a major, some major challenges in my life. I ask that you grant me the energy and determination to seek out and find the right way, the right, the right withdrawal, right, right mannerism, the right program, the courage and the grace to follow your instructions, your peace and your serenity to rest and restore my body, my mind, and my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I will lift up my eyes to the ones coming from my help. My help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in. All right. We're going to just, those are just some prayers for strength that I saw here. And um, uh, I'm going to do a little reading. And then we'll go into, I want my sister Amy to pray and Anne to pray. 
Uh, let's go into a little bit on what is captivity, and then we'll go back to prayer, and then we'll go into a little discussion. What is captivity? Captivity is the term scripture uses to describe trials. Trials. Captivity is a period of confinement, darkness, bondage, and confusion in one's life. That is the targeted individual life. Captivity is actually a spiritual prison. It's an adverse set of circumstances and situations that have hedged in. Being in Noah's Ark or year was like being in prison, yet it saved those who were in it. In other words, the TA experienced saving life. The purpose of captivity is to purge and cleanse. The TI purpose and experience can be to purge and cleanse. Most of all, God gives us a heart to know him while we're in captivity. Captivity, therefore, is meant for our blessing. The TI program is meant for our blessing. Understand it carefully. God commanded his people to submit to captivity, Jeremiah 27, 12. The message of Jeremiah to his generation was submit to captivity. Submit to the TI program? That that sounds crazy, but let's see. The majority of God's people, including Jeremiah's fellow ministers, despised the message. They didn't want to hear about submit to captivity, submit to a program. What are you talking about? Everyone wanted to hear a message on prosperity and peace. They wanted to hear that they were acceptable to God as they were, and that everything is going to be all right. Even though this message created false hope, in captivity we have to set ourselves honestly, and we have to look at the real issues in our lives. Many would rather evade this. Jeremiah 24, verses 5 to 7, the people were filled with vanity, idols, and pride. God purposed to send his people to Babylon into captivity to deliver them from the sins. To those who would submit to captivity and cleansing of God said, I will give you a heart to know me, God. Then God promised to bring them back to normalcy. It is in captivity. It is in the TI program. That means in difficult times and circumstances that God gives us a heart to know him. Job himself received a new heart in his captivity. How can captivity be refused? Captivity can be refused when we fail the smaller tests. God cannot bring us to bigger tests. Jeremiah said, if thou hast run with the footmen, they have wearied thee, then how can thou contend with horses? Jeremiah 5. Or to say, I want a heart like David, man, after God's own heart. But it costs me to have a heart like David, a heart to know well, that oh God is given to us when we're in the TI program. We weren't listening before. We were doing our own thing. When God brings circumstances into our lives to bring transformation and change, many of us say, oh, I hate this. 
I don't want any part of this. Hebrews 4, 5, 8. There is something else to consider. Only a man with vision and promise from God has the strength to endure captivity. That means only a T.I. with vision and promises from God can endure. Because see, this program, so you're, in other words, you're not going to make it. You're going to leave the land of the living very bitter and cross-eyed. Or you're going to stay here and you're going to say, God, I know you're in charge. And you allow this. So what is the lesson I am to learn behind this? But vision and promises are granted only to committed people. Therefore, uncommitted believers who only want to live on the perimeter of what God is doing fail to receive the understanding that is required to bear up in the fiery furnace. When Christians did think they must be the truth God offers, refusing the means by which they could go on to true fulfillment. Truly, all believers are called to be kings and priests. Yet, there are two warnings that underscore how believers may disqualify themselves from being kings and priests unto God. Hosea 4, 6, Samuel 15, 23. Commitment. Commitment is important for going on with God. Commitment to God is proven by our commitment to man. If we are not faithful to man, it shows that we are not being faithful to God. Today, it is common for believers to avoid being planted in a local church. This is not only unscriptural, it is dangerous. In removing himself from the in the local church is, is, is people. In other words, you don't need to be isolated. You ain't got to sit in a local, you know, in a church for say, you need to be around godly people. You need to be around people that can help you check yourself. A person becomes easy prey to the enemy and is far more susceptible to deception when he is alone. To isolate oneself like this is a violation of Hebrews 10.25 and 1 Thessalonians 5.12 and many other commands of Scripture. In addition to this being unatta- to being unattached to a body of believers, in addition to this, being attached to a body of believers, it strengthens and glorifies uh, it glorifies you and then Christ in Christ, because an independent and self-centered spirit is produced, loners do not allow anyone in their lives that they don't want. They have no one to cross their will and no one who might confront them with the real issues in their hearts. In other words, you need people. You need people to help you stay on track. You need godly people. You don't need anybody. You need somebody to say, well, look, you know, you need to reconsider that. You need to look at that from a different perspective. Loners enclose themselves and carefully protect their private lives from all intrusion. This is the easy, independent path. But in closing themselves off from others, the opportunity to remedy the maladies of their heart is lost. We want each other. We want each other to be able to say, you know, you need to check that. Well, you, you, you hurt my feelings or you, you, you need to be able to, you, you want to be around people is what it's saying. 
Christian perfection, Christian maturity, and wholeness is not possible without being involved with others. John seventeen twenty three. Moab, he was unchanged from his youth. Some men and women never change. And Jeremiah forty eight eleven tells us the reason. They've never gone into captivity. Yeah, you want to see people that never change? They ain't never been through nothing. But that's why even anybody preached to me, talked to me, you had to go through something. Therefore, the same sins and habits that have dominated them since their youth, it continues. Moab have been Moab has been at ease from his youth and he had settled on his on his on his dregs and hath not been emptied from vessel to vessel, neither has he gone into captivity. Therefore, his taste remained in him, and his scent is not changed. The Lord likens Moab to wine that is sitting undisturbed in a vessel. The Lord compares Moab. That means to like wine that's sitting in a vessel. This wine has bitter-tasting dregs which have settled on the bottom of the vessel. In order for the wine to become sweet, it has to be poured from one vessel into another. Each time it is empty from one vessel to another, more of the settlement is separated from the wine. Finally, after being poured many times, the wine is totally free of the dregs. The implications of this illustration are applicable to each believer. We are like this wine. There are bad-tasting elements in our lives that have to be separated from us. The particular dregs of Mohammed were pride, loftiness, arrogance, wrath. The part of which these dregs were removed from my lungs is being empty from the vessel to that. This means being pulled from one experience to another. It automatically takes the form. The The same offensive elements remain, such as anger, pride, and stubbornness. When a senior citizen has the same habits and sins of his youth still intact, you can be sure he has not been through captivity. In other words, once you've been a targeted individual, your whole life changes. You make it good or bad, you become better or bitter. But you know that God is in charge. He allowed this sick program. So then, then once you have accepted, okay, God, you're in charge. You allowed this sick program. I've got to come out with a better person that came into this program. There are lessons to be learned. We all have weaknesses. We all have things that just have to go. And this program can be used as a tool to help purge us. Men and women often crash 
after God uses them. I believe that the greatest single reason for downfalls is faulty foundation. People have not passed through captivity in their personal lives. A deep work of grace and humility has not been wrought in their hearts. King Solomon never experienced captivity. He rose to prominence quickly, and he paid no price for the truths he preached. Did Solomon ever have a pain, ever have painful delays? Did he ever deprive himself of anything? No. Ecclesiastes 2.10. Later in life, he had a tremendous collapse. King Saul never went into captivity either. And at the end, it was dismal. So in other words, people who don't do a targeted individual's experience, and especially if you become successful and you have not walked walk here, you won't be rewarded. You still all money just makes you more what you are. So if you're ignorant, you're just going to be more ignorant. Sometimes, in other words, we have to go through this because it makes us grow. It makes us mature. It teaches us things that we would never know. And the Bible gives examples of people that didn't go through trials and tribulations and periods of captivity, and they all fell. They all fell. They had success and they fell because they didn't go through nothing. So the TI experience is paying a purpose, a purpose to teach us, to make us better people. If I bless us tomorrow, we won't fall because of what we've been through. Moses was trained in the wilderness for many years, as was David, John, as were David, John the Baptist, Joseph, and the Apostle Paul. Captivity, the TI program, is a time of deep trouble. Everything seems to go wrong, and then the trial drags on for a long, long, long time. During this time, we are deprived of many things that are dear to our hearts, but something is happening. Iron is entering our soul. It is in captivity that the greatest men and women are formed. This is where heart to know God is developed. Joseph in captivity. Perhaps the life of Joseph best illustrates the truth of captivity. At the age of 17, God gave him a vision. In a dream, God revealed to Joseph his plan for his life. Shortly after the dream, he found himself in a pit. When he was sold as a slave, he was brought into Egypt. Joseph was an exile in a foreign land. While in Egypt, again, he was betrayed, and he was thrust into a dungeon for about seven years. In Psalms 105, 18, 19, it tells us, Who feet they hurt with fetters? He was laid in iron until the time that his word came. Word of the Lord tried and tested him. In the original Hebrew, the syntax is opposite. Instead of saying that Joseph was put in iron, the literal rendering would say that iron was put in Joseph. While he was confined to a dungeon, years passed slowly. Joseph was deprived of the things he had cherished. Joseph was a T.I. They were put on hold. The things he cherished were put on hold year after year. But something was happening in his heart. Iron was entering his soul. The long delays and the painful denials were developing great strength and discipline in his soul. Finally, at the age of 30, he was released from his captivity. 
God had performed a tremendous work in his heart during those years of captivity, then was able to use Joseph in an extraordinary way, and he was not ruined by success. Could God allow the TI program so people do not ruin themselves by success? Hmm, something to think about. The training period is a time of captivity. If we would be if we would humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and allow him to do his work in our lives, then we would exalt it would exalt, he would exalt us. God could use the an extraordinary way. So many they give up when difficulties go on. Hey, look that's the T I program. It's easy to give up. I mean, I think of a Bible study because I probably was one step from, I was like, yo, where are you? How long? What? What, what is this? In Hebrews 12, 5, 8, Paul warns the believers to endure the training period. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many of God's people specific calls from God, but then they were trained and tested in order to qualify for their call. Therefore, we have the training period of people. Often it is very difficult. It is a time of captivity. We are in God's call. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you unto son. My son despise not, though the chastening of the Lord say when thou art rebuked of him. For the Lord loveth each if ye without chastisement whereof all are partakers and are ye illegitimate and not sons, Hebrews 12, 5, 8. Observe the following. The coming reaction to the training period is to despise it. We are exhorted not to do this. Don't hate the trial. Build your faith. Many faint when they are corrected and chastened by God. They give up. We must do this. It is God's love that brings correction. He scourges every son he receives. He does not want to reproduce our faults in others. Therefore, he is removing faults before he multiplies us. If you ignore the PI program, if you get through the training period, you will receive the privileges of a full-grown son. This is the thought of a son who has been entrusted with his father's estate. If we reject the father's training and refuse his corrections and confinement, we are illegitimate. We will not hear his likeness. We will not resemble him or represent him. There are many in the ministry today who are illegitimate. They have their own name, their own cause, their own vision, and they are building their own kingdom to glorify themselves. These have refused the training period, and they have taken a shortcut to the inheritance. Their end is usually not good. The double portion. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job's life more than his beginning. This is the thing we have to remember about every trial. The end result, God rewarded Job with a double portion of everything he had lost. 
The double portion is the blessing of every firstborn son, Deuteronomy 21.15. In the church, there are some who are firstborn among the brethren. We will discuss this in greater detail at the end of the book. Greater emptying before new and filling. In order to contain more of the Spirit of God, we must first He must first empty us of a lot of rubbish. Also, he desires to enlarge our capacity. Our vessels must be cleansed of anything that accuses, opposes, or resists our maker. Without knowing it, we have places in our hearts that still oppose and resist God. Also, we must never harbor resentment towards God for taking more time than we thought he should. The double anointing causes double responsibility. Having a double portion of God's spirit is not a light thing. It means a double responsibility. It takes time, growth, and maturity to be able to receive this anointing. God does not give us an extra portion of his spirit without a purpose. When God gives the double portion, it is to accomplish a difficult task. This involves great responsibility, greater demands on our time and lifestyle, and much, much more. The double portion also requires a greater portion of humility. For with added power, there is added temptation to become proud and arrogant. It is unsavory when a preacher boasts that his church is the fastest-growing church in the country. He brags of his success of his ministry and then denounces all other ministers. This is precisely what happens when a man's success grows and grows, but the correction and deeper cleansing of his own heart have been refused. We have to recognize beauty for ashes. In Job 42, 13, 15, he also had seven sons and three daughters, and in all the land, we hope as the daughters of Job and their father gave him an inheritance among their brethren. Here is another beautiful truth in the life of Job. Job received beauty for ashes. Job had been brought down to ashes, but out of ashes came forth exceptional beauty. His daughters were the most beautiful in all the land. Job's seed had extraordinary beauty because of the special grace he received in his trial. It's a well-known fact that we produce like kind. Every victory we gain in our personal lives is a victory for our children, as well as whether natural or spiritual children. It's easier to pass through the fire when we understand that the hardship is not only for our own perfecting, it's for our own authority, but it is for the sake of God will entrust to our care in the future. In other words, the PI program is not just for you to go through. It is for the sake of other people that God is going to entrust you to lead to be in charge of their care in the future. Ashes speak of death, but more particularly of death to self in the book of Job. When we have been brought to ashes, the beauty of Christ will be given to us. Job had become the finest goal during his time in the furnace. Many people are afraid to surrender their lives fully to Christ because they do not really believe in the resurrection. They do not really believe that God could revive them after their ambition. Plans, wishes have been brought to ashes. Let us put our lives into the hands of a faithful creator. Remember, what he did for Job, he received beauty for ashes. The end is what counts, and I'm going to end here. 
after this, Job and a hundred Job and his sons and his sons' sons lived four generations. Are satisfied with days. Job's end was wonderful, and after all, it is the end account. How we started out is not important, and where we came and where we came from is not important. Where we end up is a real issue. It is the final score in the game of life that counts. During his trial, Job thought he would never be happy again. Was he not a God? And that he would go on to an early grave. Instead, God had a double portion waiting for him another 100 years plus years of life. Job emerged from his trial and had 10 more children, and he lived long enough to see his great-grandchildren. God had caused everything to work in his favor. God turned every curse into his blessing for Job. He did it for Job. He could do it for us. In Romans 8, 28, it must be a revelation to us, not just a nice passage of scripture we commit to memory. Look at the first words, verse 28, and we know, you still, it has to be revelation to us. And we know. And we know that all things are working together for good to them that love us. According to his purpose. See Isaiah 54 17. Sooner or later, the Lord will vindicate every righteous servant of God. Remember the sovereign God knows all things. Then came there unto him all his brethren and all his sisters and all that had been of the acquaintance before, and did eat bread with him in his house, and they bemoaned him and comforted him over the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. Every man also gave him a piece of money, everyone in hearing of God. God made the day, and not God controls the seasons, and he can hold the seasons by God in time free. He can elevate us or choose to diminish us. See First Samuel two one Psalm seventy five six. Whatever God does, He does well, and no man can say to Him, "What thou, what, what dost thou do?" Daniel forty five. In the case of Job, God changed his day into night, and his season of suffering into a time of want. This was only for the. The trial was necessary. The trial was necessary to accomplish something. Then God turned his activity. God completely turned everything around the job at the end. He even turned the heart of the acquaintances back, and they comforted him over all the evil that the Lord brought upon him. God responsible for the child? Yes. God was the author, but he was also the finisher. No deliverance until we change our speech. While we are still here, I would like to mention, I would like to make one closing comment, and that is the fact that God would not bring Job's trial to an end until Job changed until Job changed his conversation 
Job was sinning with his lips, and until he recognized and confessed and repented of it, there was no turning of his captivity. In Psalms 50, 23, it says to him that order into his conversation or right will I show the salvation or deliverance of God. It could be that God is not intervening in our situation or answering our prayers because of conversations that we have in our home. God promises that he ordereth his conversation aright will I show the deliverance of God. It is well with your tongue. The use of our tongue will determine whether or not God's a witted righteous Job earth. God's testimony of Job was outstanding. There's none like him on the earth, God said. Even when tragedy came, Job did not sin with his lips or charge God foolishly. However, as the trial lengthened into long months, he asserted that God was unfair and irresponsible. The following verses reveal that God was getting at Job's heart and that he dealt with Job's heart and that he will deal with our lives as well. Okay. Right. Job, yeah, Job is like unrighteous. He start questioning God, and we have to know Job's problem is our problem. Job's problem is man's problem. It is my problem. The truth concerning Job's struggle are found throughout God's word. Below are several scriptures to further develop the subject. Woe to him that strive with his maker! Shall the clay say to him that fashions him, What makest thou? Job was questioning God in the trial. He had to look at himself. We're not more righteous than God. We have to know that God is in charge. We have to know that God is all sovereign. We may not like what we're going through, but we have to accept it and say, God, teach me what I'm supposed to learn to make it through this trial, through this targeted individual program. Obviously, God has a bigger purpose for us than we can ever imagine. And what we say to God and about God is all important. The generation that came out of Egypt, they never entered the land of promise. Israel closed God's heart by the evil attitudes and harsh words. Caleb and Joshua were the only ones who knew how to win God's favor, saying if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into his land and give it to us. A right confession is the key to winning God's favor. Grace is greater than any problem we face. Grace is a divine substance God imparts to us when we are in need. God's grace is equal to any injury that may ever come our way. As pressures and temptations increase, so does available grace increase. Therefore, there is no reason or excuse to become bitter. When a man or woman grows bitter, it is because available grace has been constantly rejected. Okay, I'm going to stop there. God, we thank you for understanding. We thank you, God, for ways to turn the curse into a blessing. We thank you, God, for understanding on what is captivity, another word for targeted individual program. Thank you, God, for giving us countenance to be able to know that you're sovereign and growing, God. 
we would not be the men and women we are now had it not been for this big program. And you can be assured, if we're blessed tomorrow, the dumb decisions we would have made if we had not gone through this program, those dumb decisions will not be made now. We have learned things that we never thought we would learn. So, God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father. We thank you for the trials. We thank you for the tests. We thank you for adversity that builds character, that teaches us to be more compassionate. We thank you, God, for letting us see your sovereignty, to knowing you, God, that you are your faith of our life means more than anything. We thank you, God, for turning the remainder for us to know that you have the power to do, to turn things around, that you can break up any person. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, Father, I pray this evening, this this hour, and thank you, Father, so much for bringing all my sisters here together for prayer, for prayer warriors, Father. Thank you for having Miriam to call me and be so diligent in trying to reach me. And thank my other sisters also for their participation and their free uh, spirits and wanting to reach out to each other to keep us all together. Father God in heaven, I pray, Father, that you continue to, to bless me and all my sisters, all their family members and their friends, Father, that we continue to forge together to end this targeted victim um, nightmare for all targeted victims here in the United States, Father. I pray, Father, for peace and tranquility in the minds and souls of those who would see us go to war or have some type of really disruption in the United States with other countries, Father. I pray for peace and tranquility, Father. And please continue to bless us all and carry us through, Father. And thank you so much, Father, for bringing us for this day, this hour. And thank you so much, Father, for your continued blessings as we continue to, to hold fast steps in our faith, Father, for you, as we always will all the days of our lives, Father. In Jesus' name, prayer and ever. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amy, no, Amy, 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 all right, what do you think of the reading about captivity? Captivity is a time 
for us to build with God. Captivity is a time for us to look at our lives, our hearts. Captivity is a time to develop compassion, that that adversity is necessary in, in order for the people to become successful in God's kingdom. What what is your what is your take on that? I saw that to be, be so focused on what the devil and his army is doing to us. You gotta turn that blessing into the side. Give us more time to look at God and see his aim and purpose to bring about the city. And when other people see like they got casual voices saying, you are the chosen one out of the bunch to manifest change. Hello? Yes. You heard me? You heard me? Yes. You said you are the chosen one for what? Manifesting change. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Okay. Anything else? The devil wants you to believe that he got more power than God when he do not. He was made by God. Mm, right, the devil sure was, yeah. The test out the place of God's creation. God allows him, God could get rid of the devil, but he's putting it for a specific purpose. And his purpose is to test. It's if God uses him for testing man. Help people move to, you know, the yeah. doing something bad, but God's using them for something good. Half of us wouldn't be the people we are today without this program. This program brings, like I said, I look at people that are tore up, busted, and I know. I'm like, wow. I don't look at people just as a bum no more. I'm like, was that a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, you know? It gives us compassion. It gives us a just, you know, a different perspective. And now most CIs, if you became, if they became successful, I really because of this experience, they're gonna go and become. Let's say they hit the lot. They're not gonna ride across this earth like a retard, like like the retard we were. Partying, getting, you know, you're not doing that. You're like God. You done did so many years of suffering. What? You gonna put that money in? to You gonna use that money wisely? And if you really got good sense, you put the kingdom of God. Right. Mm-hmm. God was wrong about a change. Yeah, but God, do you want to pray, Amy? Yes, dear God. Heavenly Father, Lord of the world, bless my grandchildren that I saw on my son's Facebook so that these demons have to protect them so from the, from the evil that these demons plan on possessing their lives by bringing bad spirits 
of witchcraft and sorcery to their lives. I saw my granddaughter in these short shirts, only six years old, got her look like they're ready to make her a sex slave. And the devil is alive. God is going to rebuke that child, rebuke her, those who program my granddaughter to put a certain spirit in her of their own wicked spirit that is not the image and the likeness of, the, of God, the creator, the Lord of the world. God will rebuke what the spirits they are putting on my grandchildren, my other grandchildren, my grandson, and the, the latest baby, Loyalty, and Luke Burton, that these demons know. Make these demons take their head off my grandbabies. Do not allow these demons to keep programming and intervening in their lives with their evil offsprings to continue the ongoing programming of this technology. By rebuke and best up his whole operation for those who are using this technology, Jonah, Rezinski, Marchanga, Holly, Brooke, Heffernan, a.k.a. Skyler Grace, Jonah, R. Marchanga's offspring, Anna Marchanga, Joe, Joseph, Hans, Heidi Hans, Mark Shinoda, and his wife Anna, and their baby demon, Ernest Shinoda. Bind and rebuke all those who are using this technology, programming my family and their offspring to keep in business, bind and rebuke and tear down all these satellite infrastructures that these individuals are using to program the people's minds and my family minds with this technology. Bring them all down and let them all be so settled and know who they are. Don't give them no rest. Don't give them no peace for what they are doing to people on these computers, hiding out what they think that you do not know Allah, you God, you the creator, you know what these individuals are doing trying to hide what they are doing to people. They can run, but they cannot hide from you because you see all things. As the Lord of the land, you know what these women are doing in physical form. These are devil worshipers. They are using these satellites to illuminate them some form of wicked sorcery and powers to try to continue to rule over the people's mind, I bind, curse, and rebuke, and bind of every stronghold that they have on my mind, all the people's minds, and on my offspring, and my offspring's offspring's mind. Curse, put an end to this generation curse that these individuals are using on my family mind, 
my mind and my son imprisoned after killing his father. Let all imprison, let all come back to hunt them, including giving my cousin Kevin Chapman life in prison after his mother spent all her money with that attorney and knowing that they were going to give my cousin life in prison from the using that technology on my cousin, bringing him in a circle of other people and having him commit that using his mind with that technology, influencing it, and giving the child life in prison. Well, he is expected to believe that he is not going to live the rest of his life out of prison. Bless me as a family member of the family, to expose all that they are doing to my family using this technology to enslave my family. Bless my book to get written and presented within three to five months. No longer than three to five months and to expose every time that these individuals, I have named their names and called them out loud to the universe and letting them know that they will not be able to hide what they are doing to other people, me and my family and other people's families to create some type of wealth, to give them some power, to make them feel that they are over my family. They are not over my family. Jonah or my trainer will be captured on the date that God you have assigned. The room is offering and his associates to all the Americans with their hands, with their hands now. Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing. There's a run that they cannot hide from God. God sees all things from the unseen layers on the satellite. With all that they are doing now, God sees. Before they even do it, God knows what they're going to do. Yeah. Amen. To bring about a change in the people's lives. If God wasn't going to bring no change about in my life and other people's lives, then why did He give me permission to see Jonah's face from that satellite rerouting back to his satellite network after I created that computer glitch in his network? I thank God for that. I thank God when He was using that technology on me in 1997. And making my body sick and making me bedridden for two weeks, I asked God, "What was this in my body?" And He and God revealed what it was. And then General Montrezor jumped off of me and got and jumped on my cousin Susie, who born in the same day of birth, weather month, August, as he is born in the month of August, and his offspring and took my cousin's life by transmitting um, the, the energies, directed energies through her spine, through her immune system, and scarred her HIV AIDS and killed my little cousin. 
I was putting myself blast. After moving me to Pernod, the creek ate more cows, lured me there to make me believe that I was getting a better life, but only to set the stage into moving me back into Richmond so I might entrap my son into a private prison that opened doors up in 1983, the same time I was excused to experiment on to first breed my son with his father after to say that my son could be in that prison that they had planned on in opening their beds to fill up the beds with inmates in the future. My son was one of the first breeding children that was put in that on that path to be in that prison. General Armand Trevor will not be at rest for his operation and his evil deeds and women and associates is participating in the operation against me knowing that the two associates, the trust and loyalty, and their associates are born in the same day the birth month, February, as me. They will be caught and, and exposed, exposed and caught for what their works are, programming the machines, the live streaming, broadcasting technology into my skull to do me harm because I know that they are using that technology in all my family's bloodline, cursing my family under these operations to stay in business. March Shinoda born in February the 11th, 1977. Holly Brooks Everman, a.k.a. Skyler Grace, born February the 23rd, 1986, was the exact same date. They captured my son's father, put him in prison, let him live in that prison for 10 years after breaking his legs while he was there and surgically remunerated him, giving him cerebral failure, and he suffered for 10 years, and they killed my son's father, and had him bleed to death in his cell after creating a hemorrhage, which hemorrhage in his body, something that was the energy weapon. God wanted me to know that, well, I could put it out there as a being the truth, there is nothing but the truth, so help me God. All of the these operations, tasking these spells on people's families, will be caught and, and hunt down, including Hannah Munchanga, the offspring of Jonah Munchanga. Amen. You can run out of it. Mm-hmm. But you can't hide you or Anna or Heidi or Hannah. Mike Joe, Montrangus will not be able to continue to hide behind those little wealth and their careers in the industry, music, Production and entertainment 
industries. I mean, your name is out there. How do you feel? Don't never let these people not be caught or mentioning their names. Put them on blast. Catch them up. Their job is to hide or they're who they are. Don't give them no peace. You don't give demons no peace. You don't let demons rest in their wickedness. You bring them down in high places. Let them know you have no power and authority over God's people. You only will set the rule at a certain time and season. After that, your rulership is up, babies. Give it up. Because see, demons don't repent. They just get destroyed. Don't move my hands and my arms and my body parts because they don't belong to you. You got your own body parts, demons. You know they can move your body parts. Moving my hand in different ways like this, my arms are octopus. All that is over with, too. You don't need to move my hands anywhere. Move your own hands. Move your own thoughts. Because over here, you got to fight on your hand. Can you be putting all that on recording? And I mm-hmm. put myself on blast. Mm-hmm. You heard me, Marion? Yes, dear. And that's yes. what they need. Well, why don't we need close to be put on blast? Your point, your prayer, and your blast. Go ahead, a little prayer, and then say what you want people to understand about this horrific program that you need people to give excuses for you, Jackson, of Nate. You don't have to go into names for people. It'd be good to say a good friend of yours, you know, try to allege that some of this starts an individual program. Like everybody got to, you know, want to call it other than what it is. Go ahead, dear. You want me to go ahead and close it out in prayer? Yes, darling. Yeah. And and a little testimony. At the end of the prayer. Go ahead. I thank God that I know who is targeting my body. I thank God for the TI community to shed the light upon those who are targeting the people's bodies with these satellites. I thank God for Annie and Baker. I thank God for Miriam Snyder. I thank God for Gloria Wilburn. I thank God for Derek Robinson. I thank God for Ken Rose. I thank God for all of these different people that is targeted so that we can bring about change 
to deny and rebuke all those who are using these satellites, trying to control the minds of people and give it to the other people and to deceive them into making them think that this technology is not real and it ain't nothing but witchcraft and sorcery. All that thought they had powers, they will be caught and exposed for what they were. My grandchildren will not, my granddaughters will not be their slave whores. My grandson will not be their next prison pipeline body, body in their prison pipeline. I will buy, I buy and rebuke up every fault on these computers that these individuals have programmed to anticipate a potential Bad luck or curse placed on my family bloodline. I will expose it to my family. I will give them all a book and let them know that they are, they have, and they are slaves of this technology. And to not be so cross-eyed in any type of religion, and don't by not thinking that God have not allowed this to happen to bring about a change. Don't let my family continue to be deaf and dumb and blind about these facts that you've got evil people in the world that will survive on somebody else's pain and misery, that will cause pain to other people, that will do pain and have no shame until they come. Allow these individuals to be caught. I watch these individuals use this technology and pull out my hair and get into the minds today of a sister, Muslim sister, and took over her skull and started communicating with her mind and told her to tell me something about what kind of disease I supposed to have that all the time these individuals knew they burnt my hair out with this radiation and wanted to call it a disease, a, hair, a skin, a hair scalp disease. These devils is a liar from hell. They know how they pulled out my hair. They will not use this radiation on my body and on my skull and pull out my hair and act like it's some disease from some and something in the medical manual they created as a script to continue to harm people. I will expose their message. Forgive the system so she know not what demon had took over her skull. These demons heard me say yesterday that I enjoyed being at the mosque and they had used some different types of techniques today and had me missing the, the system. I ride to the mosque, and I end up going there and getting on the broad and getting there by faith. And these individuals tried to create a bad day for me at the mosque after hearing me saying, I love the mosque. Yes, I love the mosque. I'm not worried about you demons using this technology on others. You cannot use that as a method to make me uncomfortable. I also watch these individuals use the technology in the car 
with the four people I was riding with, had them talking to each other and tried to create some illusion in my mind as if I was isolated and by myself, although I was riding in the car with four people. The devil is alive. The demons in hell is alive because I'm not believing that illusion. Those individuals don't know you can take over their mind and have them doing things animated in suspension of this live stream. You translating to that skull, pretending to be them studying people up in their circle, trying to turn the people against me. Them people ain't against me. You just took over their heads and had them talking amongst each other and tried to create some uncomfortable feeling in my mind. You devils are alive. I will continue to put you on blast for your work that you do against me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When I went to the city official inauguration, I watched these demons move everybody from the table. This one man was at the table with me. These individuals got an act into his skull and had him get up and move over there to another table. At the same time, had a, my city official go move at another table as if he was over there by himself so that they can try to create the illusion that I'm isolated by myself. I will never believe that I'm by myself. I got the whole world around me, and God is not going to let you demons play some personal illusion of some animated role to try to role play in madness up in my head, I rebuke every game you trying to play and come up against me. You don't own the people's skulls. You can't turn people against me. Them people would come after you if they knew you was in their head. And I rest my case with that alone. Don't nobody want you demons in no on no satellite operating their heads. If they knew you was doing that, they would come after you. So for you to try to spend, spend some illusion in my head, I'm not going to let you spend time playing no game up in my head. I'm going to expose everything you do, even the game you played on my book writer, got a delayed when she was writing my book with her book and had her get off of my book for two months because you was hating that she was doing a good job on my book. I'm going through marrying and keep this book writing. You devils are alive. They had me pay this my book writer some money and had her cheat me out of some money so that it would look like I just had $150 to waste for her saying that she charged me confrontation. They're getting these demons that got into different ones and want to try to create some this some type of some type of feeling in my mind to distract and try to throw off my movement and my progress to expose who they are, including the game they played on Dr. Stanager's mind. Bust up the game they playing, Lord of the World. Amen. Uh. Interesting, interesting, wow. Okay. They do things and when you experience certain people acting weird and unusual and funny, never dismiss 
their minds can be taken over to come up against you. An example, when you and Nancy had that nice relationship, they kind of got in between you and her nice relationship to try to make you not have the people in your corner that they know that you and them will make good friends. You and them will be an instrument to God. So they got to create hypocrites, make one of them become a hypocrite in order to, to bust up the relationship that you have with a person. That turn a person against you with some fake alterations of a situation that they artificially created as if it's real. And because the person not aware that they have got into their minds as the sleeping devil speaking to them, they think that those emotions are their own, those thoughts are their own, when they are remotely transmitted through the skull and the minds of the people, causing them to think a certain way than they normally would if their minds and brainwaves wasn't invaded and taken over and placed in a form of captivity to hide their way with the person's mind. I bind and rebuke of all those isolated techniques that these individuals are involved in as demons, sorcerers, on these satellites, trying to make somebody be in a position awkward not to move ahead when they will move ahead. By faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. We will not focus on what we cannot see as a people of God, but we will focus on God's true will for what he has for the people and the same will he has for the demons. And that is to send them to lake of fire. Amen. Thank you. So when you see they get into people, they're always thinking those people's thoughts because they got to come up against a strong, targeted person that is aware of the technology and, and that their minds are not obeying the programmers who's using the technology. You do not obey nobody that is not in the line of God's will. You do not work against God by working for the devil. You got to have a discernment spirit, to discerning spirit to know who you're working for and who you're not working for. And you don't want to be indirectly working for the devil, thinking you're working for God. Because the devil is very tricky, settled, and slips. These individuals study people behavioral patterns and slide right in the channel of the person's mind and alter their reality to only keep up confusion into the person's primary person's circle. That's how they killed Israel. Had her leaving here after a dispute between me and her over Javanka 
started to want to talk to her and had her move back to Southern California, San Diego, to be around her children and took her out because they knew they programmed the children not to bleed their mother. That's why they took Israel out. Radiating her body, programming her to go to the doctor, and programming the doctor to diagnose her. Once they got a diagnosis on Israel, that's when they used that method to take Israel life from her. So helping me with them who attacked me, I got on Facebook with Israel, and she reached out to Joe Armand Trangle. And he stated he had no idea who I was, yet two children popped up born in the same day the birth month is August as him and his offspring. How ironic is that, Marion? I'm there. I'm there. I'm Are you there? I hear you. Oh, okay. Thank you. Gotta put these demons on blast. You give them no peace. I know that's why. You don't let them continue to do these things to people. Nor do you allow them to do these things to you. That's how they live in the darkness. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.